This is a HeadGum Podcast. Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all expenses paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current front runner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10 for you and up to three of your friends. And you could watch or listen to fine dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. Kami Koto. They make great kitchen knives using traditional techniques, and they are now sponsoring High and Mighty, at least for this episode. I got... They're free knives in the mail. They're free for me so I can try them out. Holy crap. They have a single bevel edge that makes them insanely sharp. They come in these beautiful heavy-duty ash wooden boxes. I think it would make a great gift. And not to mention it's they use steel from Japan and each blade is crafted using techniques uh, that's been perfected by generations of knife smiths. So I'm telling – and – most recently, they just launched a 13-inch blade. That's amazing. I believe it's called the Yanagiba. Um, we just opened the box, we being my wife and I, on Thanksgiving Eve, which is when they arrived, and we were so pumped. Dude, they look totally badass. They come with a, uh, a whetstone sharpener so you can keep the edge super sharp. Um the set that they sent me is just awesome. And we used the big 13-inch knife on the turkey. And holy crap, it sh it annihilated the turkey in a good way. Like it cut through bones, uh, the joints, no problem. It sliced the meat so thin and so tender. It all – and this was a juicy turkey, which as everyone knows are kind of hard to cut well. And between me and my wife, just watching the knife work, it was awesome. It felt nice in my hands. It cut like butter, like a hot knife through butter. And it looked serious, badass, and professional. Um, Kamikoto knives are used by several chefs working at Michelin star restaurants. It's a great gift because the wooden box that it comes in too looks sharp as hell. Uh, well, fly, not sharp. The blade is sharp. You can maintain the edge of your blades with one of Kamikoto's sharpening whetstones. Kamikoto is so confident about their knives that each knife comes with a lifetime guarantee. If you go ahead and buy now, Kamikoto is offering our listeners an extra 25% off site-wide. Go to kamikoto.com and use the offer code HM. K-A-M-I-K-O-T-O dot com slash HM. That's K-A-M-I-K-O-T-O dot com slash HM. K-A-M-I-K-O-T-O. Kamikoto. Yeah, do yourself a favor and get on it. 
What's up, guys? It's me, Gabrus, and uh, I just, before you get to my episode, by the way, thanks for listening, I just want to let you know that I'm going to be doing some live dates in the new year, so get yourself some tickets. Um, uh, the weekend of the 16th, 17th, 18th, I'll be doing a little Northeast. I'll be in Littlefield, Brooklyn on January 16th. I'll be at Great Scott in Boston on January 17th, and I'll be at the Ruba Club in Philadelphia on January 18th. Um, and then in February, I'll be doing a little Texas tour. Don't worry. It's after the Super Bowl, Texas, so you can come out on the weekend. It's uh, February 6th. I'll be at the White Oak Music Hall in Houston. On February 7th, I'll be at the North Door in Austin. And on February 8th, I'll be at the Son of Herman Hall in Dallas. Do yourself a favor. Get all your tickets at headgum.com slash live. You'll see links to all the tickets for my shows. Uh, so that's January 16th, 17th, 18th in Brooklyn, Boston and Philly, and uh, February 6th through 8th in Texas, Houston, Austin, and Dallas. Thanks so much. Hope to see you out there. See you soon, shitheads. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your boy, the number one fuckboy, the number one fuckboy, the number one the number one fuckboy, all you gotta do is trust me. Johnny G, not in the High and Mighty Studios, recording out of the HeadGum Studios, no silent co-host Arthur Gabris. it's just me, raw, the only way I like it, face down, ass up, this is the position I insist on being in when I'm recording. Uh, joining me in the HeadGum Studios, because this is a special occasion, because I don't have enough microphones to do it out of my own house, so when you get the opportunity to get four more white movie heads on your podcast, you do it, and this is how I insist on introducing you guys, so we sound like the worst group of boy <laughs> bands. In the room, we got Chris, Eric, Andrew, Steve, and John. <laughs> <laughs> guys, it's the We Hate Movies podcast in the HeadGum Studio. Give it up for them. Oh, Hello. Hello. Yeah, we're uh, we're 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 diversifying because I'm wearing glasses. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Steve. Uh, John is wearing a white T-shirt. The rest of us are literally wearing four black T-shirts. You guys are in four black graphic (laughs) (laughs) T-shirts. Can you tell we're white? Two of them are movie references. (laughs) (laughs) You got you got to do it, man. There's that oh a bunch four white guys. That's a podcast. I'm like, well, that's oh exactly. Exactly. (laughs) No, but we're talking about movies. Excuse me. <laughs> it's not a normal podcast. <laughs> but guys, uh, thanks for doing High and Mighty. I'm glad we were able to get this little podcast crossover. Thanks you guys are an East Coast-based podcast. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're here. We were, we were doing some live shows. We're, we love the HeadGum Studios. Yeah, we love totally. High and Mighty. It's fun to be on. Fuck yeah. And uh, we were pitching back ideas about what topics we want to talk about. And the one we kind of stumbled upon, which sort of, I guess, is the two Venn diagrams of our podcast. <laughs> sure. Uh, and we, we're going to talk stoned movies. Right. This is like... It's like the purple circle of it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You guys bring the movies. We hate stone movies. What a weird attitude to have about it. get high and hate everything. So like this fucking Cheech and Chong movie doesn't hold up. What are they talking? There's no joint that big. Am I allowed to think? Am I allowed to think this is racist? I'm not, not sure. I'm offended. Why? Um, when we. 
Stone, I think Stone movies used to be like a thing, like, oh, you got to get stoned and see this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now, and maybe it's from living in California, maybe it's from my own uh, addiction masquerading as a hobby. Yeah. Um, sure. But I, I, I'm getting stoned for every movie these, <laughs> no. these days. I like the theater experience, and I think being high lets me like. Uh, enter into the theater experience even more. Oh, so you go to the movies high? Yes. I'm more like high at home. I'm I... high all over the place. <laughs> yeah, I'm more I'm high right yeah. now. No, at home yeah. I never smoke. <laughs> <laughs> this black coffee. Yeah. Let's watch this film. I'm just doing clapping push-ups <laughs> while watching Enter the Void. <laughs> The way that movie was meant yeah. to be seen. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I have too much ang- stoned anxiety to go to a theater high, especially now with the assigned seats and the oh yeah, dying yeah, papieren. You know, yeah, I it's like am I at the right gate? <laughs> <laughs> well, we were out here. We just saw uh, Terminator Dark Fate. Yeah, oh, we were high as a kite. And I'll tell you, sometimes some of us more than others. I'll put that out. Well, there. yeah, it was the, the, the sliding scale of uh, Eric and then me and then uh, Mount Everest and then Chris Cavett. <laughs> But it's a Terminator. A, what am I going to do? But this is a great example of sometimes weed cannot help you. And we were sitting there mm-hmm. high as balls just like, oh, well, this is ridiculous. Oh, I mean, that's that's the thing I like to say is like uh, I still dislike movies. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm not uh, – a former HeadGum podcaster, he might even still have his podcast, Jeff Rubin, famously one time said – he was reviewing a movie. He's like, oh, I love that movie. And someone in the group was like, yeah, but you were stoned for it probably. And he was like – yeah, it was a movie. <laughs> that is the most real thing ever. And that's what, like, people always get on me when I'm like, oh, I really like that movie. And they're like, yeah, right. Well, you were just baked and whatever. I'm like, is that a negative thing about me that I get high and like things a lot? Like, <laughs> that I'm generous? When, when people are like, dude, you get high, you just, oh, the, this food's the best, this music's the best. It's like, what are you mocking? That doesn't that make it sound appealing? <laughs> you were having a great time and talk about just finding something to fucking nitpick. <laughs> but your joy, like nitpicking your joy or how you were uh, taking that joy in. It's but, like saying to someone, someone's like, oh, I love Terminator Dark Fate. And you're like, oh, but you're a fucking moron, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, oh, yeah, well, technically. You were, prob- <laughs> you were probably stupid for it, weren't you? You're wasting your life. You're like, hold on. Could you just tone it down a little bit? Dark Fate is a movie. I, I, something's happening to me with that movie right now where I know I need to see it because it's a Terminator movie. I'm obsessed with Terminator movies. It's. I know it's not going to be good, but I also have – I'm going to – I see movies every week. Yeah. And I can't bring myself to select to choose it. <laughs> yeah. I'm con- trying to keep convince my wife to go to the movies with me so that I know I'll go see Jojo Rabbit instead of Terminator. <laughs> you know? I'm like, honey, because if I go in, I'm like, you want to see Terminator? She's like, no. But I'm like, do you want to go see Parasite? She's like, sure. Yes. That, oh, that was me yesterday. They were doing that. I, I saw Marriage Story, which is actually excellent. What an artistic afternoon. It was. Yes. Me and my brother. Oh. Were you stoned? No, I was sober, actually. You were drunk? <laughs> no. Did you ever see Marriage Story on weed? <laughs> yeah, the thing is, you're saying you like Marriage Story. But you were probably sober when you saw it. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. I, and we were talking about this a little bit off mic before, but I do that shit all the time too, where I get high for a movie that you definitely people are. Like, I'm like, yeah. oh, I really got caught up in Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> but part of me, I'm I'm a little closer to being emotional when I'm stoned too. Yeah, just the way I'm a little closer to being afraid, a little closer to laughing. So I don't mind the, the heavy drama because I can really. I mean, if I'm when I'm high. I can. I'll cry at the third act of every Modern Family episode. <laughs> oh, absolutely, <laughs> dude! I have wasted buckets of tears on that show. Oh, I'm always like, "Wow, the dad! He's oh feeling God. such a good dad." Manny found his shoes. I'm tearing <laughs> <Yeah>. up. <laughs> 
They successfully the executed that arc. birthday party. <laughs> wow, so Gloria wasn't hiding anything from Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Just bawling. <laughs> wow, that really got to me. I don't know why. <laughs> I guess because of my busty Latino grandma. <laughs> you remind me of my abuela. <laughs> Oh, my rich dad just ruined his life as well. <laughs> I get the opposite thing where like I'll be watching like Secession and I'll be like, man, you're being harsh. That's your son, you know. <laughs> you're like, hey, chill out, Logan. <laughs> Look, I know you got a lot of money and everything. Kendall, you're doing fine. You know, that's what the, you should like market the like recutting movies where it's only the first the first and a half act before the conflict comes together like and that's a stoned package it's just like it's like the Ghostbusters but they're just starting out yeah. you know what I mean like that's just good vibes of starting a small business exactly <laughs> don't have to deal with the actual monsters well Watch what I would, I would love is a thing where it's like you're watching Ghostbusters right and it gets to a certain point in the runtime, and like a little thing comes up and it's like don't take any more hits <laughs> like oh, so right. they allow you to come down for the rest of the movie so when we're fighting you know on the top of the building at the end you're like in it but you're fine yeah you don't want to be in the containment unit after <laughs> i would like a bad vibes alert because we were talking about karate kid yesterday mm-hmm. and uh the the pat marita my wife's dead i'm gonna get drunk oh, yes. i would like a big like warning like do not watch <laughs> i that scene is wild that it is not in my head at all from my childhood yeah. i clearly was like looked away <laughs> like, <laughs> like when you like saw your dad get start crying you're like i can't watch this yeah. it's yeah. devastating I don't it's need, completely exactly. devastating. You don't need it in the Karate Kid. I grew up enough around enough crying veterans. That I <laughs> oh, he's just drinking sad juice. Oh, poor Miyagi. It is why, like, uh, we were talking about this the other day too. Gremlins mm. is like this cute, fun movie. Except it, there is an extended monologue about a dead dad being yes, oh stuck in God. that chimney. And you're like, how do I not remember this from my childhood? Yeah. Absolutely bone chilling. Exactly. I'm making these nice cuts. Where you know you still get the gremlin in the in the microwave, but you're sure. not hearing about fucking a poor dad <laughs> starving to death in a chimney. Oh, man, now Gremlins too. That's the one you want to watch high. I think. Oh yeah, no, oh, yeah. Sure. one of the best. Dude, electricity gremlin in the phone. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> we pretty much understand how technology works. We'll yeah. catch the electricity guy and put him on hold. <laughs> I think I'll still be disappointed with Vegetable Gremlin if I'm stoned. I'm like, that, you know what, guys? Yeah. One gremlin too many. Yeah. Give me mozzarella stick gremlin. <laughs> oh, dude, just break off his arm and eat it? I don't want to fucking vegetable. I don't want to think. When I'm high, the last thing I want to see is vegetables. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> My doctor just canceled this podcast. <laughs> well, just and also, am I alone? Am I like, all right? Speaking of no one's looking, Lady Gremlin, oh, yeah. <laughs> locking the door. <laughs> well, that's one of the famous movies in the '80s where a woman uh, puts her foot in the dude's crotch. Oh, that was a big trend in the '80s. Yeah, everyone oh, was doing that. mashing around dress pants, <laughs> yeah, yeah. black stockings, yeah. foot. Oh God. Truly, stockings were like the sex symbol for like the 80s and 90s. Yep. That yeah. it's burned into my head that I don't even find them attractive when I see someone wearing them. But it does, if you see like any part of a stocking, you're like, it's sex. Somebody's doing yeah. something. Yeah. Yep. I just assume that would happen to me all the time. Well, that, that I would just would like mash your nuts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That I'm sitting down at a business meeting and someone's doing that to me. Like, like well, that's, that's what the adult world at, is like. <laughs> at the time, that was a greater act than sex. Yes. Right. Like oh, getting your true. nuts mashed. That 
was totally. like that was the height of eroticism. You're wearing tan pleated khakis. <laughs> yeah. your you just gave the presentation. You're meeting your mother-in-law for the first time, <laughs> and that aunt is horny. <laughs> it's like that intersection of business and sex. That was everything in the '80s and yep. '90s, and now we're trying to separate that justifiably. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, now that's we, now we got to get those a little further away <laughs> from each other. <laughs> yeah, the '80s and '90s were all about like business and sex. It's like everyone is fucking in like pleats. Yes, like everyone's exactly. got pencil skirts on. Well, yeah, we 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 replaced it. Like now you wait like what seven months and you ask for anal. Back then you wait seven <laughs> months and you wait for <laughs> when, honey. Uh, will you put on some stockings and nut, mash my nuts for a while, please? What a fantastically brave timeline you worked. With. <laughs> yeah, seven and months. I will say millennials are scoffing at us. <laughs> seven <laughs> months. What are you doing for the other six and a half? Pardon me, old man. <laughs> you text someone uh, uh, the the minus sign and a three, and they know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> Anal is just a handshake these days. <laughs> Most business, it's weird because now anal is how you uh, sell a contract. Right, yes, well, exactly. it's a done deal, right, boys? All right. Wait, fuck just... my ass. I just, I just turned into Eddie Murphy bit. <laughs> Ralph, or, fuck my ass. Or a rim job can be yeah. involved. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. These that's millennials like, are eating. That's like ass. a kiss on the cheek. Yeah, yeah. If, like, you're in a rush, you know, just a quick fucking rim job. Get out the door. Give it about Well, pleasure meeting you guys. I got a coffee shop meeting. Pleasure meeting you guys. Everyone turns around and starts licking each other's assholes. All right. See you next Wednesday. Give it 12 years. It'll come back to stockings and nuts. I'm telling you. You know what? You're Just right. Just wait for it. Fashion cyclical. I think it's coming back. Yeah, I think so, right? We're going to some nut mashing. Maybe like the tw by 2025, we're nut mashing. Oh, fingers like crossed. <laughs> Sweet political promise. Yeah. This is your stump speech, and no one yeah. fully understands what it's about. By 2025, there'll be mashed nuts in every pot. It's like, what the fuck is this dude talking about? I don't want, I don't want my genitals harmed. I'm cool, dude. Yeah. Uh, well, How about Steve, caress? Which, that means someone hasn't had their genitals harmed. <laughs> yeah, because once you get a taste, brother, <laughs> there's no going back. It's one of those things, man. I don't want to know. I don't want to know that dark pleasure. Oh, yeah, I will that's never unmash my nuts. Well, that's the big fear of doing any, like, deep fetish shit, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, well, now I can't come without a blindfold on. That, that is <laughs> and why, that's what I think of deep that's fetish That's why is. I didn't watch Two Girls... <laughs> I didn't watch Two Girls, One Cup for a real long time. Oh. I was like, what if I find it really hot? And I was like, <laughs> I was thrilled when I found it. I was like, oh, this is disgusting. Okay, cool. I passed the test. Great stone movie, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the two-hour director's cut. <laughs> That's like the turtle test in Blade Runner. Yes, no, exactly. <laughs> and I don't know where I'm going to end up because I've been surprised before. Come in here, Harrison Ford. Watch this. <laughs> I spent my whole life thinking I was someone who didn't like chugging diarrhea. Well, he didn't come, which means he's an android. <laughs> Bingo. Got him. Oh, you know, the take, most, take the shot. The most interesting part about Blade Runner is you don't know if Harrison Ford comes or not. Yeah. <laughs> At the end, you're like, did he? Or why, why did Edward James almost give him that Sean, folded up asshole? Sean, Sean Young could clean up something. I don't know what it is. <laughs> um, that makes me think of, let's talk about classic genres that go well with uh, uh, movies that go well with smoke or weed. Comedies are the are, are the given. Yeah, Because sure. sure, right. you're ready to give it up a little bit. Yeah. And right. that, that's you're ready to go like, holy shit, game night. You yeah. Know? Like, <laughs> that's what I did. Yeah. I said, holy shit, game night. Th that's what I think if we're, if we're picking the movies that we'd benefit, like, is the most value added to. I mean, let's just say weed gives everything a plus 10%. Yes. I think B minus comedies or like C plus comedies yep. get, 
Uh, very funny comedies get 15% juice yes. instead of 10. And then shit comedies get 25%. Yes. Because yeah. now you're like at – Especially when you're stoned, you're at like any port in the storm. You're just like, this is sort of a joke. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Ha, I like this. You yeah. know what? I didn't think Big Mama's house is really good, but here I am. <laughs> right, right. My knee yeah. hurts from slapping it so much. <laughs> Road trip went from a D plus to a B minus awfully quick. <laughs> right, right, yeah. And that's the exact tier of movie where you're like, it's pretty funny, but then the wild parts are even uh, uh, more fun. I'm describing on a podcast how getting high makes funny movies funnier. <laughs> what the fuck is this world? This is content, mother. Fuckers. Well, like Super Troopers <laughs> is that way, right? right. Like it's a yeah. movie that, like, I, and I've, I've watched it sober as well, but like, it's a different movie. But as that's the, Super Troopers is a movie now. I think where you can't watch it sober. Yeah, like yeah. I have to be high to pay it because I've seen it so many times. Well, that's another part of it too. Is like when I'm super stoned, I shut off fucking the guy in my brain who's seen millions of hours of movies over his entire life. Yeah, yeah. who's seen. Every movie that has this exact same act structure, then yeah. like I want to, I, and I'm not saying I'm hyper intelligent, but I do enjoy being a little dumber in yes. watching movies. Sure, it like really helps me enjoy it more. I'm not overthinking stuff. I'm not like nitpicking. When I'm high, the shit I'm nitpicking is like, look at this extra is like fucking got huge hands. Like, why, <laughs> why, are they, why is he looking at the barrel like that? Get him out of there. I'm staring. I'm like keeping my eyes peeled for all the bad haircuts in the background. <laughs> is that Daniel Stern? That could be Daniel Stern. <laughs> oh, I've I'm going to go to the game. IMDb. It has to be yeah. Daniel Stern. I say oh. that a lot high, though. <laughs> You're just looking at people. Yeah. Is that fucking Daniel Stern down there? Is that him? <laughs> we haven't signed my copy of Bushwhacked. <laughs> Bushwhacked when you're high instantly goes Incredible. to B minus. It goes movie. to an A plus. <laughs> yeah. The best sort of messed up, oh, I think it's that guy. My brother tried to convince me that Thomas Jane was Vigo the Carpathian in uh, <laughs> <laughs> she was like, no it's him I'm like that guy is like fucking 50 years old then right? Tom, but he, but Thomas hung. Jane is younger than Vigo now <laughs> exactly <laughs> did Thomas Jane have a billboard on his forehead like that guy did yeah that guy that, that Vigo's got a five head as yeah. they say <laughs> How did you finally settle it? Did we you just have, put the movie on? I just had to be like, dude, it's not. And he's like, we had a whole argument, and I was like, I had, you, sometimes you don't want to go to the internet, but other times it has to happen. It's like, look, this is this is this. I got the receipts. I hate going to the internet. I love. I miss now. I'm getting on my old man soapbox, but listeners of this podcast are used to that. Yeah, sure. uh, but I I miss. Like I, I like the conversation of like, and then having to convince. Okay, you still don't. All right, you think it's fucking. All right, Thomas Jane, the yes. guy from Punisher. You know, like and like, yes, the exactly. guy, like getting into it more. I used to when I first went away to college. It was like the early two thousands. My brother would be out with his high school friends on the weekend and would call me his movie buff brother and be like, John. So and so is is he in this movie? These guys are telling me, and I'm like, I mi- I live for those yes. days. Oh I ref- yeah, that, a buddy of mine did the same thing. He would text me. It was a little like two or three years later <laughs> we were doing that, but it's the exact same thing where it's just like they're super stoned. They're like, are you sure it's not that guy? I'm like, no, it's not because he died three years ago. <laughs> like, like what you were saying, Chris, like going to the IMDb in the middle of the movie, that's my only issue with being stoned at home watching movies yep. is that I can like go to IMDb and the next thing I know, I'm like, Jimon Hansu was in what? <laughs> I look up and the movie's like 40 minutes of pass. I'm like, oh, is yeah. Jimon Hansu in this movie? How the fuck did I get on this? Maybe I should be watching this movie. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> well, that's what happens a lot is like you go on, you go on IMDb and you're like, oh fuck, Runaway Jury. Yes. I love that movie. <laughs> and you're like, now I gotta watch this shit. <laughs> 
Well, that's that's always my thing. Like, especially like, if my wife's out of town, I'm like, I'm gonna have a cool stone movie, and it's me starting six different movies because it's like it's a snake eating itself. Right. It's like, no, I want to watch that. Oh shit, man! Fucking Punisher two, Warzone, or, man. Just, or just scrolling through Netflix or oh, dude, Amazon forever. Hours, Holy hours shit. of my yes. life wasted just scrolling, dude, looking for options. I never thought that my porn viewing uh, style would overlap into <laughs> yeah. into real media. Where I'm like, all right, let me get forty Netflix tabs open <laughs> and eventually come during one of these movies. I'm gonna open Safari and Firefox. Right. I'm like, do I need incognito browsing for Amazon Prime? <laughs> Turned out it was bushwhacked again. <laughs> No, I'm afraid that's the only way I can come. It's <laughs> watching Bushwhack where that park ranger yells at Daniel. I finally got it so I could just listen to at least the audio from the trailer. <laughs> Something's a little easier to come by in the pinch. I just remembered a movie we all got stoned to, which was a weird movie to go stoned to. Cabin used to bake these fucking uh, brownies or brain cup, killers. Cup cupcakes. cupcakes. Real <laughs> sledgehammers for the hard stuff. World ending, you know. Uh, uh, no regulations and all that. <laughs> we, well, that's the homemade edibles are the best yes. it's like how much is this like I haven't gotten to the learning how to measure it part yet <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's just like it's $70 worth it's gotta be fine only right? one way to find out so we bought tickets to go see The Great Gatsby in 3D oh, holy shit yeah that was a huge mistake and super fucking high it was crazy I was seeing through time I was in yeah. the roaring 20s I mean. 3D movies are fucking and that, so we said comedies I think 3D movies and big epic sci-fi like big Epic visual Ooh, movies, of yes, course. Yeah. Tron yeah. Legacy is another one we did, which Fantastic. paid off. Yeah, big that time was Tron Legacy was like one of the few times I've ever ha gotten access to an edible in New York because, like, whenever that movie came out, it would yeah. be like yeah. bef before 2010, right? Something yeah. like around or around yeah, 2010. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't like now there are more people making edibles and more prevalent, but like I remember having edible and watching Tron Legacy, and I'm like a big uh, Chemical Brothers fan too, yeah. so I was just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For the listener, I'm doing like the Maxell tape. Yeah. Yeah, because that's how I felt. I was like grabbing the seat, like yeah, get my light cycle. That happened to me. We were watching Santa Claus the movie, which is have you heard? Have you heard about this? Visually accomplished. No, it was my. It was like around Christmas. My wife and I made made brownies. It was a terrible experience. It was a great experience, but we were eating these things. And in that movie, it's like the one from the eighties with John Lithgow. It's like a totally obscure movie at this point. Uh, it's the guy from uh, Big Lebowski is Santa Claus, the big fat dude. Oh, okay. The actual Mr. Lebowski yes, is Santa yes. Claus. And the titular Lebowski. There is right. a bunch of shots of elves making toys. And like it's, oh. it's, it's, like, it's merriment, but they seem to go on for too long. And like we just both kind of look like... Is this gonna stop? Is this the is this is this the rest of this? We're just watching these kids work. <laughs> it's just like too much merriment for me. I was like, I couldn't handle it. Oh, they liked it though. Yes, they did. They, they liked like, they, putting together the Yeah, they're like, oh, they're like running around. I'm like, this has been going on for like a half hour. <laughs> yeah, the time the time uh, warping effect of marijuana comes into play yeah. in some movies too. Yeah. One of my favorite accidental weed movie experiences was super high, had people over my house. Everyone was leaving. I, I I was getting baked. We had the radio playing, like some old school hip hop. Mm. And just we usually just throw like a movie channel on because yeah. we still have cable for uh, movie DJing purposes. And Tree of Life was on. <laughs> and it was on silent. And But hip hop music was playing. 
and I was laying on my couch, so my TV was sideways yeah. in my point of view, and it was a very – and so I wasn't able to really figure out the configuration of the screen. like <laughs> uh, the uh, And so nothing made sense to me, And but it was beautiful yes. and very slow and like all those like Terrence Malick, like a flower opening yeah. for like 40 oh, seconds, wait, but KRS-One is playing. <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit. And I'm like, you know, classic high school stoner shit, but I am 34 in this yeah. story. Sure. Going, babe. Look, it's like syncing up. It's syncing oh, yeah. up. You know, it's like constantly like the shit you want to see. And Get like, me a pen. I'm going to write this down. It's going to make total sense tomorrow. Right. And then when the dinosaurs came on screen, was that all shattered? Yeah, right. I was like, uh, yeah, even no, I, this gonna, fit. I thought Brad Pitt was my dad. Now there's dinosaurs. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to need a little more weed to get through this fucking movie. <laughs> Speaking of the Big Lebowski, though, that's like my goat. That's like my bath, like warm bath water, being high, oh, just wow. watching that. I know every nook and cranny of that movie, so it's just like visiting with old friends. Well, Lebowski sort of fucking puts a circle around everything in that it's very funny, very visual, and has like sort of like uh, – the, if you dig deeper, you can get more out of it, which is yeah, another absolutely. fundamental part of like weed movies. I feel like, and I think that it's it's an interesting movie because it's not. It is also like it's one of the few movies that I enjoy where people are smoking weed a lot, and I enjoy to smoke weed to that. You know what I mean? Like, right. I'm not a Chicha Chong guy. I'm not like a a pot culturey kind of a dude. I think Big Lebowski is the most perfect stoner movie, yes. quote unquote, yeah. because it is like. About it's like in the background the attitude the vibe of yeah. a stoner, yes, it's but it's not there. about like oh man where's my weed exactly oh, no, exactly yeah, no yeah. one's laughing like in a circle kind of a thing it's just there he's using it right you know it's all well, yeah it permeates and, every frame of the and movie. it reflects the kind of movie it is because like noirs are like famously very tight plot centric <laughs> yeah that's a wandering movie right, like right. there's it's yeah. very back in the background is all the plot yeah ben, and rather than it's like about we like I think the only comedy movie that's about and I'm not a I, I don't mind Chi Chang I enjoy it oh, sure. but I watch it like I'm watching Liberty Valance where I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where I'm like this is cool this is cool I don't 40 years uh, from now this is dead you know yeah, like, cultural it's artifact yeah, exactly. yeah I'm watching it like oh I get why people like this when it was out but right. sure. we have Anchorman now me with the Zapruder film <laughs> <laughs> can't watch it without coming anymore. <laughs> and I always come back into the left which is weird <laughs> There was a second shooter. After that. <laughs> I will I will find those things in the basket. That's yeah, it's just like you're always unboxing another part of it. Similarly with Ghostbusters, that's another movie I'll watch high all the time. And that's a movie where I'm I'm stoned and I'm like, oh, that's another joke. I've seen this like yeah. forty thousand times. And there's a new joke for me just waiting buried in that movie. The two movies you just used there are like movies that are very rich and yes. deep and like right. and a lot of strong choices. Yeah, yeah, Which yeah, is yeah. like what I like in movies in general. So yeah. it helps to get a little stone and see that. Oh, uh, the only movie about weed – uh, the only comedy about weed that I think is funny is Half Baked. Yes, because, yes, but it's not. Again, it's not all about like, oh man, we're so like you know, it it, it hits it from every angle where you have the Jim Brewer, but then you also have the Chappelle character, and it's also like it's almost like a, just a long stand up comedy routine about getting high. Like you know what I mean? Like right. you got like these are all the kinds of people you'll meet when you're getting exactly. high. Exactly. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, this guy, that guy, you know, that kind of yes, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I just I always love the his date with her and like he's got the four dollars then he steals from the homeless guy. <laughs> I'm, I'm high and I'm laughing about it. 
It's very funny. That's the funniest thing you do is take money from homeless people. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I just find it as funny as like a concept. <laughs> I don't even need the context. I'm just pumped that the homeless guy's getting his money taken. I'm getting a little hard to it. Like, <laughs> nice. Ooh. All right, it's starting. <laughs> Still got it, Steve. <laughs> Didn't know I had to finish about that, but here I am. Run it. I, it. I run in the back and scream, there's a second shooter as I nut in your <laughs> living room. The only way I can go is economic inequality. <laughs> That's why Parasite was huge for you. <laughs> Hard the whole time. Yeah, it's, but yeah, like, and there was that was always kind of the problem. Was like friends would be like, "Dude, let's go watch Dude Where's My Car." I'm like, "Absolutely Ugh. not." Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and no I don't way. even hate that movie. No, exactly. But, I'm not against it. Like, yeah, but it doesn't have rewatchability like a lot of these. Yes, and I think uh, Stone Stone movies rewatching Stone movies because then it's like, oh, I've seen it a bunch of times. Now I can kind of put on these whatever uh, weed colored glasses and right. rewatch it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How about musicals, man? Like Xanadu? Oh, shit. Time. Like the Apple? Yeah. The oh, the Apple talking the about Apple back is... to Canon Films. Yeah. <laughs> it's not high and mighty until Canon Films comes up <laughs> arbitrarily. Yeah, it's not technically a genre, but Canon Films in general, I feel yeah, really helps. Yeah, like weed. if you buy. You know can or oh, sorry, if you buy like canon titles on DVD, it should come with like a fucking like a single J just tucked inside. Yeah. Like we know what you're doing. I think canon, and I, I have some theories about this because I've doubt because Action Boys watched a ton of canon movies. They are dangerously simple. Yeah, like oh, in yeah, a way, yeah, yeah. in a way that you, I didn't know I wanted from movies until now. Yeah. That movies are so complex, and you have to watch two Disney Plus series to even get who some of the characters <laughs> yes, are. Exactly. And, and they're also very visually outlandish, right? They're making huge choices, huge always. choices all around. <laughs> a lot of big ideas. My canon favorite film. canon trope is that they believe that if you're in the military, you can wear whatever you want <laughs> as long as it's got some green or some camo. It's always like we're the official soldiers. I wear a headband and a tank top. I'm in shorts and I'm shirtless. <laughs> this is just a speedo and a medal. Yeah, they're, they're just like GI Joe guys. Like, uh, my I, shirt is tan. I could wear a, a New York Yankees cap in an active war zone, right? Cool. Thanks so much. Awesome. No. Let's go Yankees, my friend. The Yankees are important to American culture. Wear the hat. <laughs> uh, so wait, uh, not not going to the movie Stone is that like is yeah, that a little nerve wracking for a you? A little bit, yeah, because then. Like I've had bad experiences in public stoned. Chris Cabin can attest to this. I, we went to a Seven Eleven once back in Astoria. Oh yes, I remember that. And <laughs> I got we got like a slushy or something. Like, dude, we're gonna get fucking high. We're gonna go outside. It's gonna be fun. All right, it's gonna be fun. Go there, get the slushy, and it's like, wait a second, why I'm keep handing money to this guy? He keeps giving it back to me. Like, how is this interaction going? And he's just like, you paid. I'm trying to give you change <laughs> for like five minutes. <laughs> just behind him like not looking at him and I just finally noticed oh Eric is in trouble and when I finally figured out I start laughing in his face he starts laughing in my face and then I'm like I'm good I get it I'm good see I will bring my pen to the movies like I definitely will and yeah. I'll, I'll stand outside I'll fucking vape up a storm and go in like, I, I don't have that problem I mean again I never had a fucking change loop feedback <laughs> that, loop yes but also I never too. spent $700 on a slurp <laughs> I think when I get really high I get so paranoid about authority I'm like, that fucking movie theater usher is going to kick my ass. <laughs> Dude, all right. What you are describing is the realest shit. And then I think what we're getting into in, in this moment with this dialogue is New York versus LA. Oh. New York versus California. This is where it benefits, where LA makes you feel a little safer. Yeah. When I first was out here a few years ago, I was smoking a joint in a friend's car before going to see a UCB show. And a car drove by and I was like, <gasps> and I looked behind me and he's like, 
he's like, there's no old man in a bucket hat who's going <laughs> to scream, you can't do that here. Yeah. This is California. No one gets in trouble for smoking weed on the street. And I'm still so panicked about it. Yeah. But then also assigned seating in the movie theater, which sounds like it stresses some of you guys out. It stresses it, me out. It does the opposite for me with weed. Thank where you. I know I don't have to worry about getting there early. Yep. I know I'm like, I walk in like so high going, J19, J19, <laughs> J19, saying it over and over again in my head. And then immediately still having to look at my phone right when I get in there. Absolutely. But the thing is, you get me high and then you give me numbers. <laughs> Good <laughs> God, dude. Good luck. I, I'm, I'm not... Eric? Oh, he's uh, been trying to give the lady a $100 bill for the popcorn for the last <laughs> hour of this movie. Yeah, you know that bill that racks up all the dead of U.S. He's just been standing in front of it for five days. Stressed as well. He's got a calculator out thinking he can solve it. i got to pay down this deficit. <laughs> what if we tax billionaires? It's a Interesting. Change, it's a change loop with the U.S. economy. I do think, uh, I wish that happened because I, I was sober when this happened, but I went to an assigned seating uh, I bought tickets like, a month in advance for because uh, I'm a huge nerd. Uh, Star Trek: The Motion Picture. Uh, it was like a Fandango event. Re-release, right? Re-release. You, and you weren't there. Sixty. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, I knew there was something great. off about you, Steve. I couldn't tell. Was, <laughs> let me paint the picture, boys. It was 1979. Wait, he's the old Crack man. Was king. He's the old man in the bucket hat. <laughs> hey, no smoking weed. I'm trying to see Star Trek. <laughs> but I go. We go in, and it's like G7. And the fucking theater only went up to like, oh, it was like I-7. The theater only went up to G because they moved it to a smaller theater. And I'm like, what do I do? Oh, uh, that's right. You just fucking get in your car and drive it off a cliff. <laughs> totally you are yeah. out of options. Well, it's like, am I on an alternate reality? Like, it says it's here. That's See, confusing. another problem with the science seating for me is like, now if I somehow am in the wrong seat, someone's talking to me. Oh, right. and, that's that's a not what you, and that's not what you want when yeah. you're high. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then I've got a look at the map again. You know, like, where am I situated? Hey, shut your phone like the second you take it. Turn your phone off. Like, I'm sorry. I promise it's just for this one interaction. Dude, no way. I am like a fucking tax accountant. I am doing, I'm crossing every T, dotting every I. Like, it's G4. Okay, I'm going to go down. That's, yep. A, yep, got that. B, got that. And I will just very meticulously, very carefully make sure so I don't see, have to see, talk if to I anybody. Did, if I did that, it, the movie would have been over three <laughs> yeah. hours ago. Yeah, listeners, uh, you missed all of Mars Attacks <laughs> counting the seat numbers. <laughs> listeners can't see, but Andrew has all the seat numbers he's ever had tattooed on his arm. Yeah, and then with a, a hash mark through it yeah. after he sits in it. I spent thousands of dollars. <laughs> Memento, terrible movie to be stoned to. Yes. Oh, yeah. I will say I'm, I'm similar to you. Because I know when I'm high, I make these goofy mistakes. I snap into like teacher mode where I'm like, wallet, keys, cell phone, car, oh, yes. door, yeah, yeah. park, you know, <laughs> parking, make sure I validate G7, G7, G7. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. No, I just turn into like fucking Rain Man, just making sure it's all <laughs> right. set. You're so yelling, I can go see fucking Daredevil or whatever. <laughs> You're yelling G7 in the wrong theater. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> um, I also I think uh, L.A. smoking weed before going to movies is a little more convenient because like w I knew New York's a little different now, but like ten years ago it was annoying to go to the movies. You'd have to like sit next to a homeless guy and you to see a big movie. You had to go to Union Square yes, exactly. or Times well, now, Square. Now yeah. you know everything's got a science seating, so I got to ask the homeless guy to move. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> excuse I'm me, like, you're in my seat. <laughs> 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 
He's like, he's like, no, you high fuck. You're in the wrong theater. <laughs> Dad? <laughs> Star Trek's playing in the other theater. And that was a picture. Yeah, like I, I have like the full-on system. If I'm by myself, I drive, I smoke weed in the Arclight parking lot, maybe mm -hmm. eat a little edible depending on the length of movie and what I have to drive. And then I go down, get my uh, water, cup of ice, get into my seat, and I just like fucking strap in. I'm, and mm -hmm. I just, and I, that to me is like the best way to spend two to three and a half hours. I'm going to go see the Irishman by myself, I feel like. <laughs> Will I get high for the Irishman? I will probably eat edibles an hour into the Irishman. Oh, that's so that smart. It keeps nice. it, keep it up. <laughs> I can say from experience, it's great. Oh, I can't fucking <laughs> wait. You went, you went high to that? Yeah, I was. Uh, at like 9 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I, was at the same, I was at the same screening. <laughs> it's, it's that's the best shit is when you go to the movies and you're like, it is an 11 a.m. Sunday movie, but I am going to get high before. It's like, now it's like wild. But you're on vacation. You're at the movie. Right? It's yeah, fine. Yeah, it's yeah, not something you would normally do. You wouldn't no, do that it's like drinking an air at the airport at 7 o'clock in the morning. It doesn't matter. Time means nothing at the airport. It means nothing at the yeah, movies. Yeah, right. Well, because everyone's on different. You can just be like, well, this guy might be flying from Kenya, which yeah. is it's happy hour. Yeah. There. Just, hey, uh, bartender, pretend you didn't see me just come through security. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's a great specific stone uh, movie memory of mine. I went to go see Interstellar a couple of weeks after it was out. Nice. I hadn't caught it yet. I, I'm a big fan of Nolan, of course, but yeah. like not a, a fucking aggro Nolan head, but I was so pumped to see it. I ate an edible. I, this is how high I was going to, I intended to get. I've seen it in 70 millimeter and I took a lift to the movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> my manager called me on the way and I was like talking to him and then he was like, is everything okay? And I was like, oh, I'm going to the movies. He's like, really? And I'm like, but I'm in a Uber. And he's like, oh, why? I'm like, I'm so high. Goes, well, that makes this whole conversation make more sense. <laughs> but I saw Interstellar by myself and I fucking loved it so much. I called my friend Justin Tyler after I left and I was like, dude, that movie changed me. And he was like, How? And I was like, uh. <laughs> I'm just different, yeah, man. I'm just different now. Literally, I was like, I don't know, man. Love? He was like, I'll, what? I'll never see a bookshelf the same again. <laughs> right. I couldn't even articulate, but I was like, something happened to me in there. <laughs> I mean, that is how that bookshelf shit makes sense. You're like, man, this is amazing. Dude. This dude's a genius. The fucking scene where he's just trying to park the spinning fucking ship and you're yeah. high. And the music's just like, nah. It's like. And all the shit I like about movies, when I'm stoned, I like even more. Like, I love yeah. big score, yeah. atmospheric, fucking vi intense visuals. And I was just like, oh, when he parked it, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but going to see a movie two weeks after it came out and it's special 70 millimeter yeah. release, yeah. it's like, there's nine guys in the theater. Yeah, yeah. And I'm by myself like, oh, like tears <laughs> pouring down my face. I'm like, he's younger than she is yeah. now. <laughs> We hotboxed a friend's car for the first, uh, was it Captain America? Movie? Oh, yeah, 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 the first Avenger. Right? And it was a great experience. We were fucking super so lit stoned, just watching man. this movie. And there were like horrible kids running up and down the aisle. There were little kids. It was like a 1030 at night show. They yeah. should be home in bed. Oh, yeah. And the parents are doing nothing. He's like well into being Captain America and like Red Skull is already Red Skull mm -hmm. and the parents finally fucking gave up and I'm so high. I remember watching, they take the kids like out of the theater and I was getting emotional. I was like, they're finally leaving. And then the entire theater, this like 350 seat theater, totally sold out show, opening weekend, starts applauding. Yeah. This yeah. And I was like, they're feeling what I'm feeling. And I was like, loose. I remember yeah. that, that screening. I was laughing hysterically whenever anyone got killed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they probably would have clapped if we left too. <laughs> <Right. Yeah. laughs> 
<laughs> that's always a nightmare when you realize, oh, am I those kids to yeah. other people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm doing the same thing, but I'm sitting. Down. Right, right. Uh, one time, super high at uh, Cobble Hill Cinemas, I was going to see Rocky Balboa, uh-huh. and uh, it's I've been sitting through a medium medium movie for the entire time, yeah, yeah. and then he's like, we're gonna have to build. Uh, nuclear weapons or whatever. He's like, weapons of mass destruction, big power. And he's like talking about, it's literally the gearing up to the montage. Yeah. The music's like, dun, 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 and you're like, oh, yes, this is what I came here yeah. for. The two guys in front of me just get up to go to the bathroom at what? this moment. <laughs> and I'm so high, I tap him and I go, this is like the training part. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know these people at all. That'd I just good. felt the need to be like, and he's like, huh? And just like kept walking. <laughs> like, you know, completely reasonable. But I was like, I, I would want someone to warn me, like, just so you know, oh, this God. is the highlight of the movie. You're going to miss the best scene in the movie. <laughs> right. I like that you're like grabbing someone. Look, dude, I'm really good at movies. I can <laughs> yeah, tell yeah. this is the part you want to see. I haven't seen this movie. I just know. Oh, I'm good at so, it. I haven't seen this movie. I've seen the other five. So I'm assuming. <laughs> I saw once upon a time in, in Hollywood a few times and each time when the credits start everyone like starts leaving and every time I was like should I tell them that there's a Rick Dalton commercial for cigarettes in this com- in the credits I should probably tell them one guy standing up everybody sit down they're like he's got a gun like everyone like immediately this is just gonna take a second right? oh my god cops everyone just fucking spraying no fire. it's about red apple cigarettes guys I uh, Chris and I saw I think supper Sucker Punch, you had like a, some critic screening. It was an oh, early yeah. screening of it. So nobody knew what it was. And he gave me the world's fucking it was it was a I was stoned the next day for work brownie kind <laughs> oh, of a situation. Yeah, 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 sorry. I think we need to start hanging out. <laughs> Dude. I mean, based on everyone's facial hair, we all should be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. It matches up. <laughs> but it was a movie that I kept fighting. I was like, do I love this movie or do I hate this movie? And I couldn't like figure it out because like that's a really cool visual, but wow, is that stupid. And like, I just couldn't figure it out kind of a thing. I still watch Sucker Punch when it comes on yes. in the same exact way. I'm like, oh, this is sick. Wait, this movie is boring. Oh, this <laughs> yeah. is sick. Wait, this movie is boring. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, just shut it off or just shut up and enjoy it. Yeah. Like, oh, am, I, am I being moved or am I really bored? <laughs> <laughs> You're bored. Yeah. Uh, I remember I went to see Gone Girl with my uh, now wife and uh, I was stoned out of my mind. <laughs> And what, so it's getting towards. I was gone, boy. Yeah, 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 precisely. And uh, it get, it's getting towards the part where she kills uh, Neil Patrick Harris. Right. And there's this family with two very young kids Oof. in this movie. And the kids start running around while the slaughter is happening. <laughs> and I'm just like staring at them like, what? Like I, I had to watch Gone Girl again because I was like, I don't know what happened during those <laughs> Are those but, kids real or what? <laughs> Did you make it or what? No, that's the thing. And so like, the, finally the father's like beckoning them back and, and it goes silent right after that scene. And I very loudly, I didn't know I was being loud, but <laughs> I was like, what are those fucking kids? <laughs> Five people look back at me. I'm like, ah, sorry. I'm not whispering, am I? <laughs> I think you it said... was loud for a minute there. I'm sorry. Chris, I think you said the same thing during Terminator Dark Fate. I probably did. <laughs> These fucking kids. <laughs> there were no kids, but he was, a, he was a loud boy. I was theater. just like, and my arms were going akimbo, because like, can you believe that? Yeah. yeah. I get I get excited. I, yeah. I, I uh, Do you guys do get high for horror movies? Or, cause some oh, people, yeah. some, that's the... I think 
one of the other best versions of it is because it lets you get like I do a lot of haunted house shit out here, which is like an LA thing. Yeah. And going to those with where you're a little stoned and you're already ready to be afraid. Oh, I don't so, know if I can handle it. Oh uh, yeah, I'd kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're like there's a real ghost in this house now, fucker. Oh no, because it's the physical touch is yeah. what's doing oh, it to you. Yeah. See, I think that would be good for me to do those high though, because sometimes when I get high, I become like hyper aware and like critical of shit. So like someone would jump out and I'd be like, You're a great actor. It's like keep walking. <laughs> Just complimenting everybody. Six skeleton, bro, six skeleton. <laughs> Whoever did the lighting in here? is incredible. <laughs> Very this place smells like garbage bags. <laughs> la, 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 la. We're trying to scare you, sir. <laughs> Love the ambiance, boys. You guys are doing great. Everybody's doing great at this haunted Ooh, house. Oh, psycho reference. Excellent. <laughs> I saw Hereditary high as fuck and, Ooh, no. and their scene where there's, she's like on the ceiling, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't spot her for a while, but I felt... The theater spotting uh, her. Oh like, I was God. so high that I was like, all we were like one big organism, and I just felt like waves of people going, <gasps> until it got to me, and I was like, oh, she's right there. How do you not see her? Like, how, I missed her. How long has she been there for? You know, like, what else have I missed? Was she always on the ceiling? Exactly. Yeah. Like, what, what, what's happening? Wait, Look how one? she's on the ceiling. Sir, the credits are rolling. <laughs> Wait, has this whole movie been on a ceiling? <laughs> Has she always been on the uh. I think I would do like fun or horror. I don't know. Hereditary is a little too oh, too too dark yeah. for I me. I kind of agree with that. Like something like those awful Halloween sequels. Yes. Oh, you yeah. know, something like slow and plodding and I know I kind of get the idea of what's going to happen anyway. And where the jump scares can get you and you're not like in your head panicking yeah. about like the fate yeah. of humanity. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I could do Midsommar. That, did you do it? Dude, I think that one, I think Ari Aster even more, or Ari Aster, however you say his name, yeah. even more so with Midsommar. He was doing weird visual shit, and yeah. I yep. couldn't... He he was doing things where I'm like, I'm very high, but I'm pretty sure those flowers in the background are moving. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. that tree's swirling around, but that's not the weed. Yeah. It was one of those rare moments where I actually was like, yeah, that's kind of what mushrooms are like. Yes, yes, yes. Like, yeah. yes. Dude, it's actually, it's very accurate. Yeah. Unlike that movie, A Field in England, where they're, like, turning it on and off, and I was oh, like, that's not how this fucking works. You're in for the day. We were just... Uh, when I saw this movie, the thing we talked about right after was, it's the most accurate portrayal of Doing mushrooms, yes. Mm-hmm. Of, especially when the uh, the blonde kid who's great and everything is like, no new people, no yes, no yes. one else. Like yeah. that's the most real shit ever. And the way when she looks at her feet and like everything around her feet is like the. I'm yes. like, this is exactly that's what it's it. like. And she has to go to the bathroom, has to walk to the bathroom. Like, yeah. oh fuck, been there, man. Yeah, like, you know, an absolute. And I find, and I think Midsommar benefited from the weed because being super baked in that movie you're feeling what they're feeling where you're like this is kind of interesting and then like I I felt and maybe I was I mean this is obviously the point of the movie but I was so caught up in it that you are okay with everything that's happening until the body hits the stone (laughs) and then you're like wait a minute this is bad guys I think this is gonna be bad for you I I got a terrifying mushroom tale of course it involves Chris Cabin yeah We 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 had some mushrooms and then of course this guy deep into the voyage Puts on Wallace and Gromit. Holy and shit. Fuck, dude, I'm not kidding. I spent the next day, di- like next, the whole night, like after coming, starting to come down, trying to like reformulate what humans look like. <laughs> <laughs> like we put, after that we put on like 30 Rock or something. I was looking at Alec Baldwin. I'm like, that's not, that's not how people look. <laughs> What's you- unusual about these claymation characters? <laughs> you're, you've been watching 30 Rock for five hours. <laughs> Why are those dogs on four legs now? I don't get it. Uh, but that was speaking of Tron Legacy, though. We did Mushrooms and oh, watched yeah. Tron Legacy. And it was the first time I'd seen it. 
And instead of being like ultra amped and stuff, I was like sinking into the chair and for like an hour and 15 minutes was just like, Olivia Wilde is so beautiful. <laughs> Do you see how beautiful she is? I mean, what a great person. She's just so beautiful, you guys. Just I, sinking deeper into this couch. I can attest this because me and the other guy there were just like kind of like giggling at him. The whole time. He's just like, oh my God, Olivia's so good. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, watching him watch the movie. Now that's something. Oh, uh, dude, the few good feelings few good feelings in this world also sadly true but like few better feelings than when the, when the mushrooms start taking in and you're in that like mega giggle phase like oh yeah that I, shit is the real like that's like the best edible you've ever had at that moment you're like everything is funny everything's different now I, I hate I, I hate doing mushrooms I'm retired I'm, 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 I'm I, turned in my key yeah, I turned but, in my badge as well but the end of it when when, it, when the come down is the best feeling on this earth it's like oh, yeah. and it's over and everyone it's just we're all in it together. We went through we're it. We're a little you know? tired. It's a little post-coital feeling. It is yeah. very like, post-coital. Oh. You usually take a dump the next morning. It's like like the first dump you've ever had. No, it's the first dump of the rest of your life. I feel bad for not remembering it now. Well, one time Chris Cabin tricked me into doing mushrooms, which is a true story. That's the best way to do it. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> he was like centrally. It was a fucking Jack and the Beanstalk situation. I gave him, I was moving in with him. I gave him 200 bucks for weed. He's like, ah, I can only get you like 70 bucks and these mushroom candies. And I'm like, well, I don't want to fucking do mushrooms. He's like, no, no, no. It's it, They're called mushroom candies, but they're pretty much just like really good edibles. I'm like, well, okay. Like, well, when you put it that way, it well, lied to well, me. It's weird that they call them mushroom candies. But... <laughs> but here we are. And I ate them. I'm like, Oh shit, I'm on mushrooms. These mushrooms. Hold on, these mushroom candies are mushrooms. Hey, are there mushrooms in the history? Steve, get down. <laughs> They're not mushrooms in these, are they? <laughs> Sir, let go of me. Are you on fire? Or were there mushrooms? Okay, you're, you're on fire. Okay, just okay. go to Steve's on the ceiling. <gasps> yeah, but I, I yeah, and it, but that come down is just also like I'd, I'd done being tricked. So that, also our landlord came that in. That was to the do, bigger thing to do work on the on the apartment in the middle of. I'm like, oh no, oh, that's a real problem. That, that's something we're leaving out of the story. They're doing this in the middle of the day. <laughs> oh, that's cool, of course. I had a summer Friday. I got off work early, and I was like, well, what am I going to do with landlord it? landlord shows up to re, like, re put it, install a door that had fallen out or something. Yes. <laughs> hey, Steve, look, I can only get you $70 worth of weed, but I have this spoon and needle, and it's pretty much like liquid weed. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> Tie it off. <laughs> Thank you, reputable friend. <laughs> yeah, I know it looks like dust. Don't worry. It's fine. Just put a little liquid in it. Uh, I saw 2001 A Space Odyssey. Classic Ooh, yeah, Stone. Yeah. Oh, great, great, great one. I yep. saw it with a live orchestra outdoors oh, at the Hollywood Bowl. Oh, the LA, that sounds perfect. The LA Philharmonic. Awesome. One of my favorite movie-going experiences. I highly recommend if you're ever out here when uh, the Hollywood Bowl is doing one of their live accompaniment yeah. screenings. It's so fucking awesome. Because also the weather is nice and you're feeling it and the whole thing. The craziest thing about being in LA is going one of the is going to a concert that's outside yeah. year round. Like yeah. I went and saw Weird Al and it's just stars. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And you're like, oh, this is fucking awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And plus people be smoking weed at these things. Oh, you don't. Yeah. Oh, the Weird Al show, they're having a little, a little See, bit of fun? And that's, it's so funny because this is the bummer about when they do those things in New York. I saw them do Psycho, the New York Phil. At fucking Lincoln Center. Like, we're all inside. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Nobody's gonna, like, fucking smoking weed. Get a blunt going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, hey, old rich lady, pass this yeah. shit down. Yeah. Could you pass it over that old guy eating an egg salad sandwich that he brought in? Awesome. 
Oh, excuse me. I accidentally ashed on all the newspapers you brought in here. Pardon me. Well, that was weird because I went to see uh, in uh, Brooklyn. I saw um, what are those uh, Criterion put them out? The French oceanographer videos. Oh, Jean Penlevin. Yeah, those. Yeah, that's some great shit to be high to. Yola, actually. Yola Tango did a score for yep. it that yep. they released as a record. Yep. And they went and they did it live for that. It's on the Criterion disc too. And I, me and my friend, we we're high our mind. We're like, this is awesome. But there's also science types there who are really into that, <laughs> and they're just like, I'm like laughing very heartily at a shrimp who doesn't know which way to go. Right. And this guy behind me is like. <laughs> well, I lo- excuse me excuse me I love the idea that people like and you don't dress like this but I could imagine you in a tie-dye t-shirt for this. Like, and it was like oh fuck that guy all showed up all my hair comes back it's a big dreads but you know what science guy is in the wrong here because if it's yes. the live Yola Tango accompaniment that's your night to be out there fucking science guy can go see it at the Natural History Museum and you know <laughs> Learn till his pants fall off. Also, but- live music accompaniment brings it all back to like Dark Side of the Moon, right? Like yes. that yeah. is like legendarily for stoners. Uh, nature docs, that of course, yeah. like oh, yes. underwater yeah. footage, like Planet that. Earth. Planet Earth yeah. fucking owns all the time. I think I got to toke up uh, David Attenborough if I ever see him because he's gotten me there. You know what uh, I mean? Like, Thank you, Steve. <laughs> Do you ever watch it though and then it's like there's like a moment of sadness and you have that like mm-hmm. thing where you're like this happens to me too much. Uh, I'm projecting saying doesn't this happen to you? Let me just yeah. say it first. Where you're sitting there you're watching it and you're like the fuck am I doing in my life? I should be helping these polar bears. Like, that's, the, the, the empathy powers of weed yes. go a little too hard for me when I watch yeah, yeah. these animal docs and I'm like, well, what if we fed the walruses? <laughs> you know, people are like, what? And well, like, no, I'm always like, oh no, that fucking predator. Get out of here, you predator. It's just a fucking bird who wants to be a bird. Dude, that's yeah. more me, dude. No, no, that Steve, is more me. You were that's... just watching the movie Predator. <laughs> and then, I'll leave Jesse Ventura alone. David Attenborough is like, and Steve is high. For now. <laughs> He's calling Dylan a son of a bitch. <laughs> he asking him, what if the CIA's got him pushing pencils down there? <laughs> Billy is cutting his chest in a ceremonial way. <laughs> Billy Duke thinks he's got him. <laughs> but the Predator will win the day. <laughs> it looked like someone did have time to bleed after all. He's covering himself in mud, which is a natural camouflage against the Predator. <laughs> now as the Predator <laughs> uses his self-explosion device, the ceremonial laugh must be used. <laughs> 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 That's one of my favorite parts. The fucking Predator letting out like that Joker laugh. It's <laughs> so great. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so 80s action movies, 70s like big fucking beautiful movies I feel like work oh, yes. so well like yeah. especially because the pacing for the 70s movie is really going to help you out like you know what I mean it's it's the long drag right? into yeah. whatever the action is going to be like sure. oh yeah Jeremiah Johnson man he's oh, fuck man he's going to survive this winter after all <laughs> how, how are you guys with subtitles I'm that- I'm good. I think it helps me focus. Really? It, really? Keeps, yes. it, keep, it, it prevents any looking at the phone. That's, That's a Which is like the battle I'm always against if I'm sure. home. Yeah, That's true. true. Yeah. And I've been in those situations where you like rapidly lose control of the movie watching situation. When there's <laughs> subtitles, you're high. But then I start looking at the phone and I'm like, da, 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 Twitter, what's going on? Oh, wait, no. What did he say? What? Oh, I missed it. And then like both sides of it collapse. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I drop the fucking phone. And again, that's me. I'm making a sandwich while I'm doing yeah, this. Right. While the phone, I'm having a text conversation with my brother. The movie's going on. I'm starting another movie on another device. My timer's going off to tell me 
me it's time to flip my laundry. I'm like, why am I trying to do all this? The pizza I forgot I ordered is at the door. Right. You're making a sandwich. Your pizza arrives. Yeah, it's a classic. We've all been there, right? I decide to take a shower. (laughs) Yes. This is a great time to take a shower. Well, that's like, that's like my, I'm watching a movie at home, especially at night. I put on a movie. I'm like, ooh, all right, hold on. Let me go outside and blaze. I go outside and I'm like, Fuck, you know what? I need a drink. Let me go inside and make a drink. And then yeah. I like f- 45 minutes go by. I've wandered around the apartment. I'm like, I guess I'm going to go to bed. And as I walk past the TV, I'm like, it's paused at minute one of John Wick 3. And I'm like, oh, I was watching a movie when this all started. Well, I got 47 hours left on that rental. Try again tomorrow. Um, well, how about this is a fun way to end. Let's each pick a movie. To Ooh. recommend Ooh. for like a st- for your stoner pick, you know, like sure. um, cool. so it, this doesn't mean it's a good movie, a bad movie, a funny yeah. movie, whatever. It just no. means like like a baked comfort movie. Like uh, uh start. Uh, I'll I'll start, I guess, since I'm yeah. pimping you guys all <laughs> sure. to coming up yeah. with something. <laughs> and the only thing is, I don't have something. Yeah, uh, let me. Well, I got one. All right, perfect. It, it instantly popped into my head. Um, not a comedy, not even a narrative concert film. Stop making sense. The talking heads. Oh, oh yeah. You're, you're in a great place. Just fucking crank it up, blaze that shit, and just watch that Ooh, magic unfold that, for like 93 minutes. That or is a fucking good one. That I've is a done good it one. several yeah. times. I will do it several more. Uh, I will go uh, uh, be very on brand here and do Superman 2. Superman oh, 2 is okay. a really fucking fun movie. Theatrical or Donner Cut? Does it matter in this situation? Theatrical. I don't, I don't fuck with the Donner Cut. Okay, they're enough. just like, they're unfished scenes that they just dump in there. It's like fucking. It's Christopher Reeve wearing a fucking like checkered shirt. Like it's me. I'm Superman now. They no no no. That's not how that. Oh, it all makes sense now. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) No, but it it just it's got like it's got enough like sort of action. The visuals are very cool. A getting stoned and watching that fucking intro is all you need. The the, the credits are coming at you. Like I made the right choice. You know, I'll go super on brand too, and this will show how dorks we are. Because I'm like fucking Return of the Jedi. Because it's like you, you see those Ewoks fuck them up and stuff, and it's like <laughs> oh, and also just great opening scene of a movie to like yes. you're just baked. You sit down, you're like, and putting on Jedi, you're like, oh right, it's the rescue. Like yeah. I love that. Yeah. You get the most gleep glops, these friggin' aliens, and then you get like you get the woods, you get the the Ewoks, you get the forest moon of end. Yeah. That actually, yeah. you, that's that's a, a, a theme we're getting on all three of these. At least it's it's got to start really strong. It has to grab you immediately. That's yep. true. It's fucking. You got David Byrne. I got a tape. I got to play you. You got the, the crazy John Williams score and the right. credits, and you got the opening with the with the Ewoks or the, with the with the the rescue. Oh right. fuck yeah! I forget if I'm gonna break that. Okay. Um, <laughs> my pick would probably uh, classically. I think the movie that I've watched the most stoned is Days and Confused. Oh sure. hell. Oh, yeah. yeah. But the one I go to most, especially in the recent years, has been Inherent Vice. Ooh, that's Ooh, I gotta rewatch it. Inherent Vice. That I thought I was one of the only people no, who no. liked it. Yeah. I love that. I movie. want to it, every once in a while a movie comes along that I want to live inside of, and yes. that's one of them. Yeah. That's what I like about when you're snow is like that uh, feeling is amplified. Like yeah. you're like every little detail of the movie right. becomes its own little thing. I hesitate to use the word vibe so much on an episode about stoner movies. <laughs> sure. I don't want to come across as that guy. But the vibe of Inherent Vice and of all P.T. Anderson movies yes. have their own vibe. Mm-hmm. That one is just a great one to just feel like you're living in. Yeah, it's his most comedic, I think, yes. by, by quite yeah. a margin. I mean, Boogie Nights is the movie I've watched probably the most of his and often stoned. Lo- love Boogie Nights. But if I have to pick if I have to pick my movie, oh fuck. Okay. You asked the question. Yeah, I know. I, know. <laughs> By the way, I have so many. Phantom yeah. Thread is also hilarious. Oh, it's wonderful. It's oh, so Phantom good. Thread is very so funny. Good. So good. Yes. <laughs> 
All right, my stoner pick is sort of on brand for me. I'm gonna go with Point Break. Ooh, nice. Nice, for a lot though. of the same reasons we're talking about, it grabs the you remake? up. The yeah, remake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what's is uh, there's another one? <laughs> 2011's Point Break, amazing movie. Bro, they're they're completing the the gauntlet of eight stunts. It's like, who is this movie for? Uh, the bike extreme. enthusiasts? Yeah, exactly. We got a new camera. We got to test out. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, now I can't remember how does Point Break begin because it's been a little bit. Um. It starts. Oh fuck! How does Point Break start? Hey Utah, give me two. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's right no, before that's... the bank robbery scene. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. It, it is... might be. It might be a bank robbery, right? It is. A, it, it is, is the, the bank robbery. Okay, yeah. Yeah. ready to rock and roll. Yes. 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 Wow. Yeah. Good totally. call. Um, and then it also features another thing that I think works wonderful when you're stoned is waves, water, yes. ocean. Yeah. 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 Like time. it always looks cool. Swayze's cool. There is the vibe. There's a little bit like you want to be high at that bonfire oh, when they're absolutely. all hanging out. Yeah, yeah. I totally want to hang out at that house party. I don't want to be in the tweaker pad with Anthony Kiedis and the rest of those dudes. And get oh, shot uh, in the foot. when uh, what's Tom Sizemore is undercover with them? Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not the house party, yeah. but yeah, that one. You're just hanging out at the beach. A lot of like nice heavy beach blankets going on. Oh, and then Busey and John C. McGinley are both. I'm. We all know Busey's amazing in this movie. Yeah, yes. but John C. McGinley's really fun too. And like, you can get a little bit more of the. Con- and then also, you you can like gloss over and or dig in on Keanu's woodenness in this movie yes, that oh, really absolutely. lets you enjoy yeah, it. Yeah. I was going to say when you said that uh, it's one of the things that I enjoy when I'm stoned I'm like Keanu Reeves because I, yeah. I, that, that's, yeah. <laughs> I watch fucking Constantine right now motherfucker oh fuck you know what someone else like I haven't watched it since it maybe first came out everyone's like revisit it it, yes. it rules it does it's, oh, it's, yeah. it, it, it's, it's a really fun movie I just remember you, you, it's got your Jimon Huntsu in there oh, fuck, yeah. <laughs> and your Gavin Rosdale I know you're a big fan oh, yeah. I just remembered another great one Krull Crawl, crawl. crawl. Yeah. crawl is outstanding. <laughs> well, I think. Well, I grew up playing D anD D, so epic fantasy to me. Anything in that yeah. world is so perfect for me. And it's weird how they're culturally tied together: weed and epic fantasy. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like yeah. Lord of the Rings. Everyone smokes Boop. weed. Like all that's <laughs> true. Yeah, it's yeah. true. And What's your great? highness is the thesis. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, your highness is my ultimate letdown. More so than yeah. Phantom Menace, yes. I will say. Because yeah. Phantom Menace, I was still naive yeah. when. Uh, your Highness came out. I was an adult who should have understood that <laughs> movie, not every movie is going to be good. Yeah. But <laughs> oh. I was just like, it's Danny McBride. It's fantasy. Yeah. It's weed. It's everything I wanted. And I watched it. And I was like, no. <laughs> that is a key movie to me of the uh, F plus when you're sober. C plus when you're high. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was acceptable when I saw it in the theaters. Totally high. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, uh, Suspiria, the original, any oh, any, yeah, any sure, like seventies yeah. moody movie is so like anything where you can get caught up in the pastiche. And of I mean, it all, yeah. if you if you're listening to that score, you are having a fucking great time. Yeah, any oh, movie yeah. scored by the band Goblin. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, and if we want to Americanize that too, any uh, movie scored by like Tangerine Dream. Oh yes, yes. Like, yes. right in my wheelhouse or. Um, who did the Blade Runner score? Uh, I forget their name. Oh, it starts with a V, I think. Uh, Vangelis. Yes. yes. Uh, like those scores are just like anything that's like epic sound synthy shit. It's oh, just yeah. Really the modern day equivalent of that, I think, is in Blade Runner 2049 and Arrival, uh, Johan Johansson. The guy oh, who yeah. died right. a couple oh, of years. Oh, yeah, yeah. He has those kind of scores where you're like, geez. Like, yeah, it's like atmospheric. Man- like, yeah. He did oh, Mandy too, right? Man- and Mandy as Mandy well. Yeah. Oh, Mandy was yeah. amazing score. score. Yes. I loved Mandy so I much. I loved Mandy oh, yeah. so much. Great stoner Mandy. movie. The only thing that it does 
wrong is it really begins big and then you fight the coolest demons at minute 40 of the movie and then there's still 40 minutes left and you're like, oh. like wait there's like more of those guys yeah, the, oh, there's no there's not oh the bad guys are more normal after this yeah. what a bummer <laughs> Um, guys, thank you so much for doing High and Mighty. Thanks uh, for having us. Yeah, yeah. Um, fun. let's do some. Let's do some plugs. Uh, yeah, we're uh, we are we hate movies at whmpodcast.com uh, or at whmpodcast on Twitter, but whmpodcast.com is it's the both. website. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we 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 have a weekly show. We come out on Tuesdays. We do bad movies. We're this is December. We're doing our We Love Movies Month, so a lot of like good movies. We just did our episode with John on Died with a Vengeance. If you mm-hmm. if you like John Gabris, he's going to be on there. Oh hell yeah! And if you is. don't, I don't know why you're listening to this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Maybe you're, big fans, you're such fans of We Hate Movies that you'll tolerate a guy you hate talking to them. <laughs> Complicated. <laughs> Another oh. large white man talking about movies. I hate that guy. I hate. I love that whole show. The one guy that's almost exactly like them. I yeah. fucking can't I would, stand. I would be really pissed if someone loved you but hated me. <laughs> I would be like, for real. I understand liking them more than me, but hating me and liking these guys. Cut me some fucking stuff. It just seems impossible. I'll say it. It seems impossible. So you guys have free episodes every week, but yes. then you also have a Patreon where you are you guys are doing some of the more uh Thick bonus features I've seen in a yeah in a we while. do uh, we do a couple of levels we got animation damnations which we're talking about uh, a fun cartoon every every month usually from the eighties or nineties yes. yeah like a childhood fave type <laughs> of thing. Uh, the five dollar we do an actual monthly we love movies in December we're doing Empire Strikes Back so that's if you're that'll you'll, be four hours long we haven't recorded yeah. it yet but I'm just predicting <laughs> yeah. four hours we did we last year we did Star Wars nineteen seventy seven and that was like three, three plus three, three hour three episode, episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. which is just yeah. Yeah, done. My wife was ready for everyone to go home. It was <laughs> two two hours on that. It was on Porkins, and uh, <laughs> it seriously was. <laughs> uh, and then whatever. Uh, and then at the eight dollar level, we do a Star Wars podcast, uh, which yes. we do called the Gleep Glossary, where we talk about uh, one one character and we kind of riff on that. We're also doing a Mandalorian recap show, which will start dropping pretty soon. Jesus, and on top of awesome. that, at that same level at eight dollars, we have a Star Trek show called The Nexus, where we we're recap. <laughs> Recapping every single ep- this is such an idea we had, huh? <laughs> Where we're recapping an episode of TOS and TNG each each and every episode. And we're like we're like what? We're like thirty-eight or forty months in on that. So check yeah. it out. Yeah, we'll be done with that when the ice caps are gone. Yeah. And then you guys have that twenty dollar a month tier where you show up to people's houses and help them get out of the wedgies they got. Yeah. Exactly you know what? Right. We might add it. We're looking always for thirty five bucks we help you move. That's it. <laughs> Uh, well, guys, I appreciate it so much. So check out their podcast. Um, uh, get on their Patreon. I'm at Gabrus on all social media. Also, the Action Boys podcast, uh, patreon.com slash Action Boys. And, oh, I'm on tour in January and February. Go to headgum.com slash live for dates. Bye, shitheads. I, 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 I